Christian Parenting. This is Chris and Shelley, and you're listening to Rockin' It Grand. Join us each week as we talk about leading the next generation with faith, purpose, and vision. Back to Rockin' It Grand. I'm Shelly Tomlinson here in the studio with my good friend, Chris Howard. And we're happy that you're on the other side of your device joining our conversations. We love to talk to you about family and about building your family around the, on the foundation of Jesus Christ and around the teachings of God's Word and what that looks like and how we can help you in that uh, endeavor. So today we have a really fun conversation, Chris, that we just decided to just hit the brakes on our regular podcasting and do a little bit of a travel podcast. We did, and we're (laughs) not known as the travel people, but today we're going to. We're going to talk a little bit about a trip that Shelly just took because to me, if we do a lot of things in our family generational. We we go places and do things, but um, it's been a while since we've taken off on a road trip to something as meaningful as the ark and in the dead of wintertime. So those, all of those things combined, we're like, wait, let's just stop and talk about that for a minute because I think whenever we think about doing a trip with a family, especially four generations, there's a lot of planning. I mean, some mom is going crazy getting everything planned and booked and get yes. spot and yes. who's driving what car and what stops so are we making? That is where I would, All of that. Right. Yes. That is where I would say kudos to Carrie. That would okay. be my daughter-in-law okay. who tended to yeah. so many details. But yes. yeah, when we came back from the ARC adventure, uh, Chris was like, okay, we've got to talk about that on the podcast because <laughs> that was just such um, such a journey and such a fun thing. And we haven't had a chance to do it. So no, we're going to we stop and do that today. And so you, to to address like your first question, like why, why? in the winter? Yes. That would be because we're a farming family. Okay, So we go. that's a simple answer for that yes. because if we're going to take off as a, as a group, because my son farms with us. Yes. He and Carrie live in Lake Providence along with us and so and four of my grandchildren and they farm with us. And so we generally alternate our vacation so that someone can be, you know, they're tending to animals and feed yeah. livestock and that's all that. That's one of those downsides of being in a family business. It is. We've, we've gone the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's either all of us or, or, all or nothing. Right? Yeah. So, okay, that makes sense. So sure. this time, because we wanted to not alternate, we wanted to be together on this trip, we, our men, shout out to the men that work on our farm. They did a wonderful job with livestock and, you know, all the things that had to go on. But it started, Chris, because my son invited us. He gave the Ark Adventure to his four kids as a Christmas gift. Oh, what a great And it was a surprise. They knew nothing about it. So Christmas morning, I mean, we had all had it planned and we were trying to keep it a secret, but he had invited us earlier. He told us what they were going to do. And 
that he wanted us to come. Well, I could not go without inviting his grandparents, my parents, because my dad, oh my gosh, Papa's been wanting to go to the Ark since he heard about the Ark, he and Mom. So um, when I said to Philip, well, we can go, but I cannot go without extending the invitation to them. You know, if they don't go, fine, we'll we'll go, but but I need to. Unfortunately, Philip said okay. Oh, he was all over that. (laughs) Because it would have been a real bummer if he would have said no, Mom. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked so well. He'd have said, well, then and you're not invited either. Yeah. But no, Philip okay. is a family man start to finish. He's yes. He's been that old soul since he was a kid. You yeah. know, old soul that loves family and loves all those get-togethers. And so when I said that, Philip was all over it. Please. Great. So then I got the parents on board, and then all the planning began. So yeah. we were doing all that behind the scenes, and the grands didn't know anything about it. And his kids are two and a half to 13 and a half is their age ranges. So Christmas morning after they opened presents and they did all their thing, they put up a trailer of the ark on the big screen in their living room. And they watched a trailer about the ark adventure. And he said, do y'all want to go? Would y'all like to go? And they, yeah, you know, we'd like to go. He said, would you like to go tomorrow? Wow. (laughs) Or actually, it was Sunday. That was Christmas morning. We left Tuesday morning. So he's like, would you like to go in, you know, 48 hours? And so they were thrilled. And so so we had done all the planning. And I was, I I will, I'll tell anyone that asked, I was a little bit, um, not anxious, but just kind of wondering about how it was all going to work with the four generations. Because when you are the grandmother in the middle, you're trying to keep up with the little ones and, you know, eye contact and help them and engage and have fun with them. And then you're trying to stay back a little bit for the older generation and help them. So you're kind of in the middle there. Yeah. It could not have gone any smoother. Oh, and so good. Could yeah. not have. And one thing I attribute that to is that I do believe everyone involved went into it with the frame of mind that this is a trip of a lifetime and we're, you know, we're going to have a great time. And and even from the littlest one to the oldest one. So we had from two to eighty-three. Wow. And everyone was so aware of each other's needs. You know, my my parents, the older ones, were aware that Kenny needed to nap and, you know, just all of it that comes comes together. So that's hugely important. Which is hugely important for anybody thinking about doing anything with generations, Mm -hmm. that everybody has to go into it knowing what you're getting into. And everybody's got to that's a great time to work on your patience and mm-hmm. and all of those all of those good yeah, things. Yeah, but it okay, can't just be about um, the parents, okay. the older parents. Yeah. You know, and that does it. It needs to be. You need to be um, considerate of them, but it right. it doesn't need to revolve around them. Nor does it need to be revolving around the two and a half year old. Yeah. You really need that Which that again, interchange. Such great life lessons for the kids to yes. just travel with. Older people, yes. for all of them. That's oh, they were so precious opening the doors oh, and yes. helping their great-grandparents out of the so car sweet. and watch the ice. Yeah, <laughs> watch the ice. Okay, now let's get to the practical. Was it freezing cold? I mean, this is in Kentucky, right? Yes. Because I don't know where you're listening oh. to from, but this is yeah. in Kentucky, which Kentucky people might say they're in the South, but no. They're like, not We're in the us. South. Yeah, we're, we're in the South. 
they're not. So I'm suspecting it was cold. And it's right there on the border of Ohio. Yeah. You know, so yes, there's snow on the ground. And we had rented Carrie, again, kudos to the daughter-in-law that made all the plans. And and so I should mention at that point that Jessica and Patrick, oh, that's the other side of the, you know, my my daughter and son-in-law and her kids in Houston would have loved to have joined this whole big group, but it didn't work out with their schedules and yeah. Patrick's work schedule. So they weren't able to join us. And so now they're they're so excited about the generational trip that they saw that they want to plan another now one, they're, they're you know, planning. with everybody somewhere else. But um, Carrie did all the planning and she um, found this Airbnb place on the lake there just a few miles from the Ark Adventure. And it was... We, we ended up, when we got, we stayed in Lexington instead the first night, and the lady that rented it to us was so kind to refund our money on the first night because there was ice on the ground, and the mm. driveway was steep, and she was oh, kind wow. enough to tell us that. That's good. Well, none yeah. of us wanted the great-grandparents to no. be, you know, manipulating yeah. the ice, and so yeah. the next day it was supposed to be above freezing. So we stayed in Lexington the first night, and then we finished out our stay, okay. you know, in our little house on the lake there that was so pretty and picturesque, and the parents didn't have any problems because it was, a, it was just cold. It yeah. was snow, but it was no ice. Thank you for listening to Rocking and Grand. I'm so glad that our show resonates with you as a parent. As part of the Christian Parenting Podcast Network, one of our goals is to help you set aside perfection and grow into the perfectly imperfect parent that God designed you to be. If you enjoy our podcast, we have a fun new recommendation to help you do just that. The Christian Parenting Podcast is our network's newest show, and we are so excited for you to listen. The podcast is hosted by Steph Thurling, Executive Director of Christian Parenting, author of the book, Raising Prayerful Kids, former youth pastor and mom to three kids. I encourage you to listen each week as Steph and her guests discuss practical tips and spiritual guidance for your parenting journey. You will leave encouraged, equipped, and ready to raise your kids to know and love Jesus. And to start off the show, Steph is asking all her guests one question. What is the one thing you want every parent to know? You do not want to miss what everyone shares. Follow along whenever you listen to podcasts And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And as always, for more resources and encouragement for your parenting journey, head to our website, christianparenting.org. The ark itself—that adventure—wait, it, oh. are you inside the whole time? Oh my so gosh! You're not freezing cold. Right, you're not. You're, you're, you know, there's some outside exhibits if you want to go to them, um, like a zoo type of exhibit yeah. where they have some camels and um some animals, but the actual ark. So it's built as, uh, it's a replica down to the last bolt of the ark, but it's built as a building. So it's a boat built as a building. And uh, one thing that we did, which was, uh, (laughs) I kind of had to push on, was to get my parents uh, scooters, motorized scooters oh, that yeah. they had for mm-hmm. rent there. Mm-hmm. Well, they're mobile. You've seen my yeah, parents. Yeah. They didn't need, per se, yeah, yeah. a scooter. But okay. when you start talking about how much walking is, yes. is there and keeping up with everyone without mm-hmm. slowing down everyone, you know, all the things, yeah. they they agreed that it was yeah. a wise idea, although I had to push a lot at first. Yeah. They agreed, and then they were pros, and they were just scooting all over the yeah. place. And, and you know, Kennedy was right yeah, with them. Well, yeah. 
That would have been great, but they had a rule against oh, that. Oh, they did. Yeah, oh, it was an didn't. insurance reason. Yeah. So okay. uh, we actually had her. She had was enjoying riding until and... someone stopped us and said she can't. Oh. She no. can't ride. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so we, we got her out. But it is an experience, you know, when you, it's called the ARC Adventure, and I just keep talking about the experience of it, Chris, because we are believers. You and I are mm-hmm. both believers. You, I went into this believing everything I was about to see. But at the same time, it was so faith fortifying. Oh, good. It's, everyone yeah. needs to go because it is so faith fortifying yeah. and you're immersed in scripture. There, there's the exhibits, there's just scripture everywhere, but you begin to contemplate. I know I did, like exhibit after exhibit. There are four levels of this thing. You really need two days for yeah. the ARC adventure. But you begin to just contemplate how um, other than God is, you know, just how supernatural, how big, how it just, it kind of blew my mind. That's what I want to see. I want to, I think I want to just be overwhelmed with. I was overwhelmed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You were just overwhelmed with the fact that, um, that he, like, for instance, Philip, my son said a million times, of course, we have livestock, you know, and they're, the grands are used to tending to the livestock yeah. before they go to school or whatever. And I remember Philip saying more than once, I guess I've wondered what they did in the ark for a year, you know, because it yeah. rained 40 days and 40 nights, but they were actually in the ark a year, you know, before the floods receded and, and they left. And then you begin to realize they were busy. Yeah. They were really they were busy to, because you see yeah. with your physical wow. eyes how many cages and how many barrels wow. of water and how many bags of grain. And by the time you would get around feeding the animals, it'd be time to feed them again at night. You know, it was yeah. just work. Wow. So that gave you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And then they had their living quarters where you you could just kind of really imagine what it was like to live on the ark, you know, for wow. a year and how their lives went on. You know, they they had um, dining areas and living areas and, and just think of your family in that place. But, and this is what I've got to get to, for me, word lover, you know, I'm a, I'm a Bible geek, um, confessed Bible geek. So for me, I loved the scriptures everywhere that when I say faith fortifying, it would be just tearing down the lies of our culture um, and the the worldview, you know, that is pushed on us, the cultural word worldview. And I, I feel like I need to give you an illustration for that. So um, I'm saying like, we think of primitive man, they talk about primitive man right. and, yeah. you know, grunting and having yeah. a, you know, an ax and picking its, you know, the cave wall. But when you juxtapose that against how brilliant Mm-hmm. Noah was. Yeah. You know, that this was no yeah. primitive man. This was a man made in God's image with the mental capacity yeah. to build that ark. Wow. Which is kind of, this is not the same, but it's like our trip to Egypt. When you see things that were created thousands of years ago mm-hmm. with such brilliance, brilliance. And skill and precision you know that God created everybody from the beginning. From the time. beginning. 
creative right. and brilliant. That's it. That's it. We used what we had at the time uh-huh. for what was done, but it didn't change the intelligence level. And that yes. flies in the face yeah. of what, um, you know, so much right. of the secular worldview would teach you. Yeah. And so that's just one example right. of that. I but like that was that. Ep- mm-hmm. replicated all through yeah. the arc, like, you yeah. know, kind of what your taught worldview was. And yeah. then, you know, like evolution compared right. to creationism, right. you know, creationism was just at, on every corner. It was... Fascinating. I have one video of Weston, the the Wonder Boy, and he's what eight now, nine. I think Weston's nine. And I said I had the video trained on him. I said, "What's your favorite part of the ark?" And he's standing in the middle of the ark. And of course, he's a dinosaur nut. And so mm-hmm. there's, you know, you see all this factual evidence mm-hmm. for the dinosaurs, wow. and they they do such a good job of explaining, you know, that and the fossils there that prove that. Um, that there were dinosaurs and, you know, so that he loved. But I asked him, I said, what's your favorite part of the art? And he just kind of looks all around him. He's like, all of it. <laughs> he just, all That's of it. That's awesome. And so what you say is there like an age, I don't know, Kennedy at two and a half, was young, but did she enjoy the She experience? was fascinated. Okay, good. She, so all ages, all ages great. enjoyed it. Did Everyone y'all do was fascinated. We ended up, we didn't. We were early morning and late night, okay. you know, and so, so we spent an entire day. day there. And then the next day, we, you know, had planned to go to the Creation Museum, which yeah. we did do. So we, you know, in retrospect, we were like, oh, maybe two days yeah. wouldn't have been too much, you yeah. know, for that experience. But it was, um, it was so interesting as they as they unpacked like what you the the many details of art living that you wouldn't have thought about you right. know and when i say you know as a believer and as a word geek to watch the bible come alive like that yeah was just it was an experience i won't soon forget I, I just want us to talk about it on air so all of you out there can hear this because I mm-hmm. wanted to go to the art too and take my mom mm-hmm. uh, for several years. And oh, now she'd hopefully love Hopefully I can make that happen this year. So I hope you guys have enjoyed the conversation that we've had today about this because when you think about it, the ark, Noah and his wife and the three mm-hmm. children took mm-hmm. off on an adventure just like you and your mom and right. dad and kids took off for an adventure. And yes. then to be able to see... You know, I want to hear how you did it, and you want to yeah. hear how Noah did it. We want to hear how Noah did it. Right. How did you do this huge thing? And they show you, Chris, they show you these, um, you're immersed in all these virtual reality yeah. uh, exhibits where and all of this information and um, video clips of all the work that went into the art. And yeah. you look at all the many, many people wow. and God's intimate involvement with it. Like, for instance, what comes to my mind, um, what is his name? His last name is Ham, the guy that was um, over it all. I wish I could think of his first name. I didn't really know we were going to bring this up. But he was talking about how God brought the animals to the ark. When it got time for the mm-hmm. animals, you know, Noah didn't have to go out and find right. the animals. I mean, yeah. all of it was God's design start to finish, and so he brought the animals to the ark. And he told us of how, in this one video, of how 
they didn't even know what they would need, what artisan they would need next, what different type of skill level from a builder, or, you know, all the different people that were involved in replicating the art. But when they would need, they'd find a need, oh, we need someone that can do this or that knows this, that person would be there. Like God brought people wow. from everywhere to wow. work on this encounter. And I feel like it is a, a marvel of our day that will be, that is as um, as great an evangelistic tool as yeah. we have. Okay, I'm sold, <laughs> I'm going. Thank you, Shelly, for sharing that with us. And all of you, make a trip, plan a trip, go. It sounds awesome. We um, enjoyed being with you today and we'll be back next week with some more of our guests, but we mm -hmm. love just sharing with you some things yeah. that are going on in our life. And um, we'll see you next time. Hey, and next time, I'm gonna see if I can get Chris to talk to us about Egypt. Yeah, we she and Johnny just got back from Egypt. Talk to y'all later. This is Rockin' It Grand.